back like a bad habit. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Papa Jesus. I decided to change things up a little bit this week, bro. None of this back in your lives, in your ears, and in your face. Well, now I've actually said it. What's up, dude? How's it going? What's up, dude? <laughs> I didn't. Uh, we we created the memo, but I didn't remember the memo. So yeah, I'm the only one that remembered to do anything Halloween, and I hate Halloween. <laughs> so here's me being the Halloween hater, and I'm dressed like fucking Freddy Krueger. Well. A budget <laughs> we could use the basketball as a pumpkin. <laughs> uh, it's a pity it's not a Wilson. We didn't. Ball. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't carve the 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 basketball. Yeah, I'll, you know what? I'll I'll put a I'll put a pumpkin over that now. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Just like that. But uh, welcome back to another pup, uh, episode of Papa Jesus. It's it's good to be back. We're trying to pump these episodes out every week. So um, just before we do anything, hit a subscribe to Papa Jesus. Also, we don't know when we're going to drop these episodes. We do it. We've got full-time jobs and all that kind of shit. So, if you want to get notifications uh, as to when the episodes go live, just hit that notification bell as well, just so you can get notified. You know what I'm saying? Just fucking do it. But uh, today we've got a very special guest, uh, the nicest human you can ever meet in your entire life. Just literally the friendliest guy in the world. Uh, someone I call a dear friend. Um, Ali Sagerson, what's up, my dude? Hey, buddy. Coming off <laughs> you guys. his first gig in two years? Yeah. When was hey. this? Last Sat- night. Saturday. Oh, shit. Or Saturday. So without talking about what our weeks are and all that kind of stuff, or weeks were like, mm-hmm. let's, dude, how was it? Like, I mean, it could have been the most exhilarating exper- experience of, of your life having been two years out of the game. And say, so if you didn't, Send out the memo. I didn't get the memo, so the Halloween thing was a miss for me too, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> no it's okay. That's okay. That's all on me, dude. That's all on me. It's okay. No, I, I tell you what, it was. Yeah, it was wild to get out there again. It 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 felt weird. It is <laughs> like, weird, eh? Because I played when someone at Cafe gets a little Rue. too close to you, like. No, eh. dude. I I also played at Cafe Rue like uh, last weekend as well, and it was very weird playing a show. Mm. It's it was so bizarre. It's real cool though. Yeah. <laughs> but real... how did yours go? A lot of fun. I was really well received. Um, I've seen a couple of cool clips. Nice. Um, but I mean, you guys, I mean, you guys had been practicing and rehearsing. Uh, yeah, we never lot, really right? stopped that. Like okay. we, we, we didn't really, because we, we need to do new things. And if it does come back, we don't want to still be doing the same set list we've been doing for like the last four or five yeah. years, you know. But you no, guys also that. did that, that uh, charity drive or that fundraising drive that was broadcast on YouTube, right? Alive at Midnight did. Live at Midnight, yes. Yes. Yeah. That, that was at the Daisy Jones bar. Yeah. I've heard so many good things about that place, dude. One of the most intense productions I've been involved with. Hey. Is it? Like, so yeah, it's... dude. Like, that venue is... Like, <gasps> Sorry, carry on. Carry on. As you were <laughs> like, saying. The, the crew there is just <laughs> a un- unbelievable crew. The venue is just... Mild. Like, you, you, you're in this auditorium with this stage that's... You know, you haven't s- seen stuff like that here since mm. i don't know it, it's it's massive it's beautifully done the audio in there is amazing but you go around the back and you go up into the balcony where all the sound engineers are and then there's that team of sound engineers in front of a team of computer people streaming stuff to a dude that's around the corner that's like in a control room crazy yeah, that's like it's, our operation times a thousand how did they, i mean do you even know where these guys hail from or like because they just popped up out of nowhere during the pandemic as far as uh, as as i knew and then all of a sudden they're doing all these live shows uh, uh live streamed 
that show w- between Joburg and Cape Town was conceptualized, organized, and executed in 11 days. Insane. Insane. <laughs> well, that, the cool thing is you don't need to go like put out flyers and posters no, dude, and stuff like, because you know it's going to be online. It's crazy. And then obviously, do they have a little, um, um, what do you call it? A uh like a live audience or was nope. it no live audience no it, it was real weird and it, like you check the stream it's real weird you know you finish a song and then you, you're like you know you're playing hard punk rock and mm-hmm. then you finish a song and you're in that energy and it's like poof and nothing oh yeah, wow like the so it's just the crew. It's, like, it's like that little ripple of pity but like <laughs> it's like but, it's mean, like going back to your first ever gig yeah it was it's, yeah it was like in as much as like when you try to do a magic show for your parents when you're six years old you know <laughs> it's it was, like the, it's almost like they took the whole feeling away of what it feels or it's not they not they i mean i'm not a conspiracy the theorist yeah the circumstance <laughs> i say they as in it uh took that whole experience away from what musicians crave is the mm. live reaction well, live you, audience you're both like legends playing live gigs and stuff and you've played some massive shows you've been playing massive shows for years you yeah. you, you know that like a an an artist audience interaction is very much a two-way street like they have a good time you're like hell yeah they're having if a good time if they and, and that time, pumps you up hey yeah 100 percent. The, the funniest shit was seeing the comedians the standard <laughs> guys doing the bits and it must that must have been the hardest thing ever because the comedian thrives on crowd feedback Mm. And if no one's like laughing at their jokes, how did they know that they're funny? Yeah, dude. Like I was chatting to the one, the one guy, um, uh, Paisiklulu. Yeah. I butchered that. I'm sorry. I'm foreign. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I was, love the fact that you just like owned it. Though. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But like he was an absolute legend. And he was like, yeah, it's, it's it's weird doing stuff like this. And I was standing there watching these guys doing it. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they're just in that headspace where it's. You know, when you rehearse it against a wall or something, or, you know, you, you're just no. practicing at home. Maybe you just get into that yeah. mindset and you just, you make that wall you zone out because you do need it that feedback. It can't be the same. Like, if you got a stand-up comedian hitting one-liners or hitting punchlines and there's no one laughing, that is, for me, I mean, I, I haven't, I didn't see the, the, the stand-up vibes mm. what were their stand-up vibes? Yeah, there, oh, was, yeah. there was pretty much between each band but that's but there was one guy that I, I forget his name but he was actually genuinely funny and he was li- literally just like saying one-liner jokes from a piece of paper and then like the if the cameraman and no one else is laughing he's like okay cool i'm not gonna do that one and then he goes <laughs> and, he, and he was actually really funny but because he was hard dude. he was playing to the crew he, he was, was trying to make the crew routine. laugh instead of trying to do like a stand-up thing he was like just saying these jokes he was genuinely well, he's, funny he's I also forget his name playing to his direct audience yeah, yeah. i mean he but that really must good. be the one of the most difficult things to do especially yeah. in i mean music i can understand you finish song you rehearse it and all that kind of stuff it finishes for mm. a stand-up you feed off that energy mm. the the amount of laughs you get off a joke will almost sometimes determine how well you um uh, put out your next <laughs> or if you even tell it again <laughs> yeah exactly i mean i i commend any comedian that's done like zoom 
Oh, it's the worst, and all that kind of It's stuff. the worst. Even Zoom, the people can like respond, but if you like live streaming and it's just like a production, you're not going to get any audience. It's it's yo, bro, that must be insane. I also feel like it's kind of a weird experience for the listener as well when you because you look at some of the the footage from those streams from the mm. bands, and it's as good audio wise because of the facilities and visually because it's an interesting space. That it looks like a performance music video that then stops and then yeah. that, and then and then you just have like the one random barman at the back going like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah, like it kind of removes you from the immersion. Yeah. Like it's yeah, like. But your gig on Saturday, where was that? Where? Yeah, Ellington's. Ellington. Mm. I played Ellington's. How weird is that place? It's pretty weird. Yeah. It's cool though. Like, well, it's, I mean, it's just, a vibe, just weird man. in terms of a musician. It's like you enter. And then to the right, there's the stage, and it's like almost like a triangular stage, and then the bar yeah. goes. Yeah, because the Deadbeats played at Ellington's like a few weeks ago, and uh, a cover band, <laughs> <laughs> a cover band at a place like that that plays like obscure '80s covers and stuff. It, it was very strange. How obscure '80s covers? Well, uh, we yeah. What is an obscure yeah. '80s cover? I mean, are we doing ABC? Or <laughs> no, no, no. Like uh, the Le- the Lebanon from Hu- the Human League. Rad. <laughs> like stuff like that okay. and the hunt from uh like new model army stuff like that yeah, these the are things that, that i've play. never heard of in my life so like you only know it if you are into that kind of music mm. so we're playing all this stuff and it's just a bunch of like uh northern suburbs people drinking brandy and coke and playing pool and it's like music going straight over their head all wearing cannibal but the owner shirts. of the place is like grooving he's like i've heard nobody <laughs> play in lebanon you guys are awesome playing here again we're like no <laughs> so good <laughs> Yeah, dude, I mean, the first time I played there, I had the best time of my life. But mm. obviously, it's a smaller venue. So, I like, I don't know. I've just been that weirdo for the last two years, being like, okay, how many people are going to be there? Mm. You know? And now I'm like, double vaxxed and relaxed, baby. I'm keen to play a gig. Hundreds. Don't have anyone to play a gig with, but it, announcements coming soon. But, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, it's it's... It's great because I see on social media and Instagram and all these people attending gigs. Joburg's on fire right now. Mm. Like they are really? putting. Uh, so, so, do you, did you call it Sonage? Is it Sonage? I, I believe so. Sonage. Or Sonage. Sonage. Well, Sonagi. That, that, that. Sonagi, Alex Sonagi. That stage is wicked. I mean, they're able to like film great shows and all that kind of the stuff. The whole there. back wall's a video wall, as far as I understand. No. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. I, yeah. I, I had to create green, um, green. I had to create a uh, PowerPoint slide for this event that my company is running in China and it was an eight by two meter long video screen. It was a wide thing that all the decks all the decks were presented on that if is it anything like that? Like full high def screen. It's, I just saw like a whole bunch so of like newspaper wow. clippings or something or just a whole bunch of like I, I, I didn't really pay much attention, but I saw Valvadinia play mm. there recently. Yes, they put on a show. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah dude. Monsters. Speaking of which, did you see the new Red Helen video? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I was going to get to that and what you got, but we might as well just talk about it now. Well, what you got? What you got? This is how we do things around here. Oh, shit. Dude, that Red Helen video blew my mind. It was so well done. Also... Uh, another thing is these guys brandon's just moved to the u.s so mm. he's in florida and the other guys are, are here mm-hmm. in Joburg, 
but the way they create music, it's just like, it seems as though the remote working style didn't affect them at all. You know, some bands you have to, you know, you have to be in the band room to, to create the magic. I'm mm. one of those people. Like, I, if I'm going to make some cool music, I want to be in the room and I want to be satisfied when I leave the room to be like, oh, I've got something on the Zoom. You know, like, that, that, that was fucking cool. Now we can go back. We can work on it. We can uh, evolve the song and all that kind of stuff. Where these guys are going completely remote, Joburg, 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 Florida, Mm. and produce a video of that quality with that message and just the way they're just A-class musicians, in my opinion. Yeah, um, no doubt. Anyway, like hey, Brandon's phenomenal. an absolute maniac. I mean, like, Eric Eric plays with yeah. Jesse Clegg. He he plays in, in that band. Um, I think Jesse Clegg is the right one. Mm-hmm. Forgive Might me if be. I'm wrong. But we'll overdub it does, if it's not. He does play... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Timestamp that. <laughs> or timestamp that. Um, but, but at the... <laughs> Do that again. One more time. Cut. <laughs> um, but but that music video was phenomenal. The way they were chipping away at the stone, the way it the had vibes black. of uh, the Unforgiven from Metallica for me, like that kind of thing. Yeah, very. The video was the old man with the chalk trying to cut through yes, the wall. Yes, yes. Same kind of vibe. But also um, the black mucus coming out of yeah. uh, uh, Brandon's mouth. The yeah. way they shot everything. Mm. It, it was top like, quality stuff. Kevin sent me the link on the phone and he said like, this Red Helen is like off the charts. And I watched it and I said, it's almost like they lined up 10 different songs at the same BPM, different stuff. And they just selected a track at random. It was just like so many but ideas the, and concepts throughout the whole their, thing. It's that's amazing. That's style, dude. I like know. It's mad. And then it's... I've got to be honest. I haven't heard it dude, yet. Dude, it's I, like... I, I, they, they, they do like this really crazy part and they go to another crazy part that feels totally different from another thing. And it, but it's... It's pretty it's Red Helen though. In. Yeah. <laughs> very it's, Red Helen. It's and like... Very cool. Yeah. Very times cool. 10 more than what you've heard. But it's yeah. not... Really good. Like... It's not the same. It's not like any other red helen song yeah it's not just like here. a riff salad it like actually yeah well, no, it, it all it works together yeah it but, it, but together. it congeals into something that makes sense yeah and betters itself it's it's got like it's got like a, a tone attached to it which makes it cohesive mm, yeah but yeah, it's yeah. still like a riff salad but it's but also it's like really those well different styles that they have i mean you got greg who's like thumb generation yeah, bro like that mm. thumb he doesn't use a pick or anything like that his styles like and like he's got such great technique you mix that in with Eric's guitar style of playing, and then obviously Matt's a machine on drums. Mm. You're gonna you're gonna get some amazing. Yeah, I mean, quality. basically, if you're a, if you're a, a, a got a master's in mathematics, you'll really love it. It just gave me <laughs> yeah. It just gave me a, a a a really positive feeling. Like, yes, the the bands are doing it. Yes, I know Brandon's in in America, and I love Brandon. We've had him on the show multiple mm. times. Um, as as uh, have we had the other guys? I'm pretty sure. Maybe I don't know. I can't even remember. Yes, we have. But um, I'm so excited to to know that they they are doing mm. that shit and that they're keeping it going, even though Brandon's in in Florida and stuff. But speaking about shooting videos, dude, we saw a small snippet of uh, of uh, the yeah. new Alive at Midnight song. Yeah, not sure when that's going to come out yet. The song is still getting finalized, but. What a wild weekend. <laughs> what a wild weekend, but also shout out Slim. Yeah, Brandon Brandon knocked it out of the park, man. Like he Damn. he just had he had the gear for two days. 
uh, I think he prepped the whole thing in four or five days. Yeah. And I mean, there were WhatsApp groups created, shot lists, call times for everyone. It was like, who, who are, are you? you right? Who are you? No, but, I mean, I know he does this for a living, but I mean, like, I only would normally see him yeah, in an environment like, where it gets, you know, you, you're, you're just like hammering up punk rock. But at the same, it's yeah, like, exactly. That is exactly the, the what do you call it? The oxymoron, whatever you... Uh, the know, antithesis. The, the antithesis <laughs> is that you've got a punk rock dude who works in an industry and he knows exactly what he's doing in that regard. For me, music is an outlet. It's not a full-time job or anything like that. So you take a guy who's got his full-time job, but then when he wants to make a music video with his band, he goes full shop. It was crazy, man. Hey? Like, I can't believe what he pulled it off in two days. But do you agree with me in that yeah. whole sense? Oh, absolutely. Like, okay, now you'll see who the alpha male is in the room when you're talking my language. That's fucking awesome, dude. And it's just, it's 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 a very deep and eloquent language he speaks. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I mean, if he's printing you call times and all that kind of shit, that's nuts. Yeah, it's cool. I, I can't wait to release it onto the world. <laughs> it's well, the world deserves to see it because it's for me. And and I don't like to blow things out of proportion. That like really like seriously impressed me. It's cinematic, right? <laughs> Super, especially for the the time that it took from conceptualizing to filming, and even now, it's it's yeah. Yeah, I mean, feet. can you believe a punk rock, a hardcore punk rock music video and no one touches their damn instruments? <laughs> yeah, but you that's guys what have I love always to see. been so good with that. Sorry, carry on what you're no, saying. No, I was saying, that's what I love to see. Yeah. Don't touch your instrument, I don't care. Yeah, just little cameos. Exactly. Yeah, that's it, a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, but, but that takes it away. It takes it away from being somewhat of a performance video, you hey, know? Well, you can, you can yeah. do elements of performance in it, but if you're more so doing an acting role, I mean... You playing the Jenga and, you know. Yeah, it, like it, I, I had yeah. to make out with Slim. I mean, I he, he, prefer to call that acting. He, he did say <laughs> he, d he did say off camera that Slim's a low key. Yeah, he, he's a good kid. I mean, like. Low key. <laughs> no You're going to be flying there, that flag, baby. It's also, it's also been ages, dude. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. But I mean, you you were the last to join Love at Midnight, Yeah, right? yeah. Um, when Flum left to Switzerland. Yeah, Switzerland. Switzerland, yeah. Um, Slim pretty much came to see me in Boston. So I was like, yo, dude, like, we need a bassist. Like, come and do the thing. You're a rad guitarist. I was like, I don't have a yeah. bass. I don't know your tunes. Like, well, you we, do now. The black label together, beauty. Like, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's another funny story. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll manage to organize the bass through Jan at the Gear Junkie. Yeah. Um, because it's one I built back in Shout the day. Shout out Jan from the Gear yeah, Junkie. What a, a legend. Yeah. Absolutely. Such hero. a legend. Such a legend. Um, then I was, yeah, okay, got a bass, send me your songs. I learned them really poorly, and then we just sort of kept hammering them out until we got it right, and it was... Glorious. Now I'm, now I'm a part of Migs and Grumble yeah, and Slim as well. You also <laughs> get... Awesome. You're involved in that mix. It's like, I remember... The one great thing I remember from doing Monday uh, 6 to 9 at Kill City mm. is I was like, I want to do Monday 6 to 9... Because when we come out of the band room, Alive at Midnight's going to be there with their courts. <laughs> and they're going to be wanting to have a little bit of banter before they go into the room. And I would sit there with the Alive at Midnight guys. Not so much grumble because you would arrive, arrive late, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, we, we, when, at the end, we all arrived together. Okay, <laughs> nice. And then 
I would hang out with Megs and you and the dudes and, and I would have at least another two beers at, at Kill City before going home. It was good hanging out, man. No, it was rad. It was <laughs> rad. And you, and you were working at Gear Junkie at the time. Um, you, Just be, that was early no, days. No, no, that was real early days. I could have, yeah, I could have been. No, dude, you were. Oh, no, yeah, because I just used to go you would from walk work down right the road, there, like, yeah. literally around the corner. Exactly. So I was like, hey, gee, shots. <laughs> <laughs> I, did I ever do shots at Kill City? Yes, I did. I did. You Every did once or twice. You, you, you were generally pretty damn good. Yeah. Well, at the shots or what? No, I mean, like, just in, in your decorum. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. Decorum. There's nothing. Wow. Don't shy away from me talking to people. Mm. That's, I mean, why do you think I started a fucking podcast, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I love uh, talking to people. So, like, and also just the vibe. Mm. And, but what I was trying to get at is that you just fit into that vibe. You, you're easygoing. You, you dig the, the, the band vibes. You like going and you like having a set. Let's go, no, go we're going to go drink a couple of quarts and make some music, you know? Ah, the, the the path of least resistance, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the it's music is fun. It's yeah. fun, and you like. I'm proud of you, dude. Why you? Because you're making music again. You're you're making music. Well, in in one form or another, yeah. Yeah, but you weren't. No, but then you were, and he was complaining about his ears now, and then he wasn't again, <laughs> dude. I tell you what, like when when I did tune everybody, I'm done. Is when I was playing like four or five bands at the same time. Yeah. It gets fucking taxing. And then you take a couple of years off. And even if you play in between every now and again, it really helps. So like, you know, if you're having issues, you don't have to like stop dead. You just like pace yourself. And mm. now I'm able to like have headphones on and play like rehearsals with the deadbeats and, and not be able to not have to take my headphones off and go like, fuck my ears are sore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can now control it. I've, I've learned how to control everything around it when i play I either i have my headphones on which is playing the click mm-hmm. or i've got my earplugs in you know it's one or the other yeah so Ex- it's ex- like exclusively click or a bit of mix uh well with the hey, dead tell them the same story that that you told me last week is that you actually switched the click off yeah like um with the dead beats with a lot of the songs are very dependent on the tempo mm. so if you play it if if you say now you're playing don't you forget about me from simple minds too fast and too slow. It's a totally different song. Yeah. You know? yeah. So the click is important. But the, when I was playing the gig, um, I, got, I got lost in, like I lost the, temp, the click for a bit. I, I went a bit fast and I was trying to slow it down and then I turned it off. Mm. And then like, towards the end of the song and I put it back on and my tempo was still on it. You pulled a Luke Skywalker. Yeah, so <laughs> I was like, I was still holding the tempo. I mean, even if, if I came in like, you know, five beats late or whatever. Yeah, I mean, like for the rest of the song, I was able to keep the tempo and I had the click there to like confirm it. So practicing and playing gigs to a click, it, it's like uh, you don't have to do it all the time, but it, it helps you build that kind of that thought in it when you're playing exactly. that you know if you're going too fast or too slow. Yeah. But a good trick for drummers... It just keeps you... It, uh, sorry, I don't, I don't yeah. want to interrupt you because everything you're saying is absolutely valid. It also teaches you... I mean, I'm not a drummer either. It just allows you to know the parameters between pocket and not pocket. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if, yeah. You, if I hear... Um, that was out of time, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, like, if I'm hearing that, sometimes if I want to just take the click away, I can play it far more naturally. Yeah. Almost, you know, you know, everybody uh, talks about 
the difference between quantize and humanize where if you sometimes in certain places in a song take the click away it may sound more natural yeah but also some stuff you you need that pace otherwise it feels yeah, totally but different there, there is the yeah, adverse exactly. side to it but if you find a happy medium between the two mm. yeah. that's fucking awesome there's one song that we play that i have to have a click to uh it's uh would i'm swearing uh, wouldn't it today. wouldn't it be good by nick kershaw you know, wouldn't it be good to be in your... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one, that's that's at 96 BPM. But the, the drummer plays just behind the click. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, His snare is not on it. So when I, I have to have the click on for that song. So if, if I play behind, the song will eventually start getting slower and slower. Wow. So like, you, so like my Hyatt is like on the click, but when I play the snare, I'm like, I'm almost like flamming it to give it. That oh, okay, feel. that's interesting. So the wow. click, I need the click for that song. Otherwise, mm. I will start losing the pace because I'm actually supposed to be playing behind it the whole way through. Mm. And that's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's such it's such a cool song. It's like you've almost got to push it with the. Yeah, you got you got to wait for that snare hit to come. Yeah. If you if you on it, then it just feels too puppy. Yeah. It feels too straight, and you have to play just behind. Yeah, man. And, but another trick that I was going to say now is that if for drummers, if, you, if you're not sure how fast you should play the song, is sing the vocal melody of the chorus in your head. Oh, and wow. Then Just you add have another straight layer. In. Then you get the tempo straight in. Try it now. Like think of it. You're asking me to think of three things at once. Exactly. <laughs> no, just think. No, like I can't sing a, and play at the same time. That's okay, another okay. huge issue. No, but you think of the, you sing the melody in your head. So you go like, wouldn't it be good? So I'm trying to think of your, a melody I'm playing on the guitar. And yeah. then... Also trying to think of a melody. Yeah, but if, if say now you're oh, going to no, start... that's just like rhythm style. Say now you're going to start a song. It's like your job to start a song. You yeah. don't want to be too fast or too yeah. slow. You go like, okay, how fast is it? And you sing the vocal melody of the chorus in your head. And then, okay. then you sing that because you're what naturally you going to sing it at fast? the right pace. No, you won't sing it too fast. Why not? Because you just won't. Okay. No, I, I think you're right. I think you're psychologically linked. Because, I mean, yeah. you, I, you... I'm just I, being I a know dick, by the way. <laughs> See, now, if you play the guitar version, you go... You'll play too fast. If you do the vocal, you're But it doesn't start like that. But if you start with that in mind... Yeah, and then you go, there's my tempo. He's got a real point. Jeez. But on that note... Technically, he's got four. Yeah, we didn't catch the memo, bro. But you know what? Actually... Hit us up in the comments if you want uh, Carlos, uh, I mean, Artur, Carlos, Diego, Pereira the third to keep the fedora. Because, like, it's, you can even keep the glove, dude. Loving nah. it. So, just hit them with a cut. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we do things around here. Oh, shit. All right. Now that we got literally my medical history <laughs> out of the way, <laughs> off, off the camera, um, Dude, yeah, what were we talking about? We were talking about um, Love at Midnight, Bullet Script playing shows. It's it's so sick to to know that Cape Town's coming a little bit of a live. Yeah, you said coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it means jizz. Yeah. This one ain't getting monetized. Yeah. Um, and also the fact that uh, we didn't get the brief. Thank you for, for coming through. It's okay. And... Uh, and doing it for all of us but also carlos i mean i don't know why i say carlos that's your second name that's my second Arthur carlos diego Pereira the third came through for all of us um 
But you're wearing a Nightmare on Elm Street 4 dude, t-shirt. Dude, this is really... That looks like it came out when the movie came out. My brother got this t-shirt for me because we both... Well, we have a... Um, I think it's like an a naught size poster of Night, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. Which we got when we were still living in Pretoria because we would go to like a video store around the corner. Yeah. And we got like, you got any posters? And then they would just give us posters and this was one of them. So I still got it. It's like folded, which is bad, but I want to get it block mounted. And I was like showing him, I want to get this block mounted. And then he saw this t-shirt and he bought it for me for an early birthday present. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Nice. It's like serendipitous. So on the Halloween theme, just got to tell you, I told you this already. Nightmare on Elm Street 4 is my favorite of the entire franchise that is a very that's a very unique one to be a to have a favorite of why do you say because uh like uh dream warriors is often considered a favorite which i think is the third one Mm -hmm. Uh, or the first one is a favorite which is my favorite the first one i don't know why i like four maybe i was just an age when four came out and i was like yeah that's where i really like enjoyed it because you know another thing is like these scary movies you know they say they're scary but they're not really but they're not really like i watch a scary movie i'm not really that scared um the one yeah carry on no my first experience with nightmare on street was we were at a drive-in theater when i was like a lighty and the trailer for the movie came on at the drive-in theater and that was the only thing i remember from it being shit scared from this fucking trailer of nightmare on elm street (laughs) And I don't remember the movies we watched. I just remember being scared to shit of this trailer. And I must have been like six or something like that. It's like, what the fuck is you, this? You didn't watch your movie. You, you acquired trauma. Just from the trailer. <laughs> just well, from the trailer. Well, I was traumatized by Tim Curry's version of it. I still say Tim Curry's uh, Pennywise scarier. is scarier than the new one. As... as as a clown, the movie, the Tim Curry's It, the original miniseries, is not scary at all. It's kind of lame. But Tim Curry as Pennywise, I find more scary than the new one because it's like the new one is overly I, scary. I like the, I like the new one. Like, I mean, the, that dude was scary as fuck. No, he was. But the thing is, like, I, I mentioned this, that like Tim Curry, he was like scary, but he was still like, you know, like a clown. Like a kid would respond yeah, more to yeah. Tim Curry than yeah. the new one. And the new one was just like... You know, he's like super, super like, creepy. Yeah, like yeah, a kid so wouldn't creepy. be, wouldn't gravitate to something like that. They would probably True. be like, "Hey, Tim Curry, yeah," and that's more frightening. Well, isn't the thing with the the difference with Tim Curry's uh, it? What wasn't it the fact that his face would change? But then again, the new it's face would change. Yeah, as no, well. like there, there was one point with Tim Curry's where he, like he smiled and he just saw like the sharp, yeah, like, yeah, 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 teeth. And then he also changes to the spider thing at the end and stuff. But um, yeah. Oh, you can tell that. a lot about someone about where they know Tim Curry from. Yeah. Well, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Or Cluedo. Flubber. Clue. Flubber? <laughs> really? <laughs> Flubber. Was he in Flubber? Was he? No. Was he? Uh, that may have just been a complete... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've saved you once today. Eh? Uh, that's also possible. <laughs> you, must, uh, you must watch Clue. Clue. Tim Curry is like the butler. It's it's a movie based on the oh, game I've Cluedo. Seen I've seen that. I've seen I, that. I think that movie is, a, is great. It's yeah. I'm going to Google this. Listen, I'm not Tim Curry is a, a legend regardless. Yeah. But in terms of scary movies, it, Tim Curry, mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street 4 mm-hmm. specifically. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the cockroach scene because mm. that's that kind of shit that 
that I dream up in my head when I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that creepy I'd, in any way. <laughs> I mean, like shit. Like the horror movies that I like is more like psychological and less like the jump scare. The guy's just like uh, scratching totally. his. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolute, like I, I like. I, I don't have many cards to play in this hand because I'm I'm not much of a horror dude. <laughs> yeah, well, we like, just I, like, we, it's in like, the Halloween like, my, my, my mind's all like sunshine and rainbows and stuff. So I'm like, like, but the horror movies genuinely interest me though. But like, I'm just not real good at them. But the psycho horror stuff I can do. It's when it gets gory is like. So tell me what 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 would you say is your happy medium between the two. I, don't, I remember watching like From Dust Till Dawn back in the day. Oh, and that just being what a vibe. an epic uh, because movie. That's, that's more like, yeah. Because that was okay. more... That, that's, but that's still that's Halloween-y. More like a part, but that thing was like, From Dust Till Dawn, it, if they only did the trailer for the first bit, which was Quentin Tarantino's part, yeah, and then no one knew that the vampires <laughs> were coming at the end, it would have exploded bigger than it actually oh, was. Dude, but yeah. that movie was sick. <laughs> yeah. That's my dad's that favorite movie. movie. I mean, my dad loves that movie because he just waits for when they get to the titty twister. Yeah, <laughs> they had a character called Sex Machine. Yeah, yeah dude, come on. My other horror movie is Total Recall, the chick with the three tits. <laughs> no, but like, does that qualify as horror? No, I'm going to joke man. No, like the, the, it does for talk, me. Talking about obscure shit. Right? The horror movies that I find like, they're not like scary, but they stick with you. It's like Rosemary's Baby. That kind of thing sticks with you because yeah. it's like this this chick is giving birth to essentially <laughs> Satan. Yeah, you know, and the Omen as well. It's like hey, this wait, little wait. kid. Wasn't End of Days something like that as well? End of Days. That, that what that with on with Ani. Didn't she go and have to be reborn or something? And they like. It could he was, be. I watched that movie. And I totally man. forgot about it. That was that's the that's the end of days plot when she was going to get sacrificed or something. Well, it's if chicken. it is, then they started from Rosemary's Baby. They started from Rosemary's Baby because wow. Rosemary's Baby was like what the early seventies. <gasps> the exorcism of Emily Rose was quite a disturbing one. That was that was a disturbing one. Yeah. Did you ever watch that? I didn't watch. I saw bits of it. I didn't see the whole thing. See, Check I, it out. I'm I'm, an, I'm like a originist. Like I watched the first movie and then I don't go on from there because it's like like Nightmare on Elm Street. It yeah. was supposed to be like a one and done thing. <laughs> he says wearing the fourth T-shirt. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> no, no, you're wearing number four, bro. That's <laughs> no, because I got the. Anyways, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like Nightmare on Elm Street was supposed to be like a one and done thing, and the same thing with Halloween. It was like supposed to be like a single movie, and then they went like, oh, this this did well, and then let's make more." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, I don't care for that shit." Yeah. You know, so and and uh, the Exorcist, it's like Fast it's and the Furious. same thing. It's like the Exorcist as its own movie is. It's like a whole story. You don't need to continue it. So like when I when I see these other ones, I'm like, do I really need to see it? Yeah. But you the know? Exorcist has has had like two or three reiterations, hasn't it? There's, I think there's uh, two official sequels. There's like sort of like sequels a remake or remakes. No, there was there was Exorcist one, two, and three. Okay. The third one being absolutely shit, but it's a cult movie because it's so bad. <laughs> and now we're in the twenties. Now we're in danger of having a reboot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> look, it's like Halloween got rebooted twice, and the new reboot is continuing off of the first movie. But the new movies are just like, what's the point? Like, mm. getting, reboots. What's to, the best reboot you've ever seen? Oh, Honestly, Baywatch. Now I think. Now, <laughs> now I think about it, like going back into like my like what little horror knowledge I have. The original. 
Um, uh, the, the Headless Horseman, the, the Sleepy Hollow. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that, that was real cool. And then I thought the series was... Well, where, where Christopher Walken was like the Headless Horseman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With, yeah. with the the spiky teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, was, I, I thought did, the series... Because like the, the series was a reboot. Come on. The movie yeah. was all right. <laughs> well, but, but that, that, that I played a guy Christopher on a Walken. horse. Yeah. <laughs> But that movie, that, that was like a movie of an old story. So it, it's more mm. like just a, a... Reimagining. It's like a reimagining. Mm. Than a re- no, I can't imagine... I, I can't imagine <laughs> Christopher Walken no. in a horror movie. You guys are doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. What you gotta do? <laughs> you gotta put punctuation in weird places. It's like, you know, it's like Bill Burr. You know, it's like yeah. Yeah, you every, just gotta like inflect. Asking a question. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> which, like of all that shit, Theo Vaughn's just come out with a special on Netflix called Regular People. I watched it the the day Regular it came people. out. Fucking, it's great. Yeah, check it out. There was one thing that I actually wanted to bring up that everyone's talking about Squid Game. Yes, I know a cool fact about Squid Game, but I haven't seen it. I haven't. Okay. I haven't seen it either. I just know it's. It's not diverse enough. It's only Korean people. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm only joking. No, but like the, the thing about Squid Game. <laughs> oh, wait, okay, what's, what's your little random I, saw, I heard that. Too. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, no, no, I, I also read that, but it also creased I, me I, as well. I like, I'm just trying to that, it I, I saw that article. I just it's, had to bring it so up. It's so fucking Hollywood, dude. <laughs> what, is, what is your little factoid about Squid Do you know Game? the reason behind the shapes? The, the square, the triangle, square, and the yeah. circle. Do you know the reason behind it? PlayStation. Yeah, that one. PlayStation. But because the, and the people are like, oh, but those shapes are like Xbox and like all in common. But mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, but like they all share, like cross console, they yeah. all have an X button. Yeah. PlayStation is the only one that has the square, triangle, and circle. Yeah. And they just didn't want to do it. Well, obviously you guys knew that, so it wasn't that cool of a fact. No. <laughs> no. That, I mean, I'm just trying to compute it all. Yeah. So was it truly based on PlayStation? According because to what the, I read on Reddit. The only thing it was missing was the X. Yeah. Well, because because X is shared between PlayStation and Xbox. I thought it was like and he was in like, the Squid no, Game, if they die, not, it's like X, kill him. No, it was like, no, I will not have my lore shared between but there was the other an consoles. X in it, though. There wow. was an X in it. There was, was there? There was one point where they, have, where they were voting to like end the game. It was like a circle or an X. Ooh. And then like you pick the circle to stay in the game or the X to leave. But the thing I was going to say about hey, Squid listen, Game... Hey, listen, no spoilers, turn, eh? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, the thing I was going to say I about Squid it. Game is that it's... it's it's very popular. People are like, you know, watching it. They're making memes about it because of like the helmets of the circles. Mm. It's, a, it's like an interesting concept for, for it to be like a, a popular or like a meme yeah, it, now. It, it looks ruthless. But yeah. the thing is, the story is actually really, really, really in depth and really good. That it's that all that fluff that everyone's making memes about is it doesn't even matter. Mm. The story of it is actually really good. I went in going like, oh, this is the popular shit that's probably going to suck, but I actually got so much out of it that the helmets and the circles is just like, it's just a gimmick to get you to watch it. But for the story-wise, it was really good. That's I'm going to so ask not- a question. Mm. What? Where does, where does squid come from? Oh, uh, squid game. The, the sea. A- no, 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 not game. Squid. The sea. The sea. You know? Yeah? Like the- you get squids in the sea, yes. What, I mean, like, what's that all about? What are you asking? <laughs> so <laughs> why do they call it the Squid Game? I oh, no, there's it. a game that the Koreans play called Squid Game. 
that there's like this uh, um, shape that they draw in the ground mm-hmm. and it sort of resembles the shape of a squid. Uh, and it's okay. and it's like you play like one against the other. You're you like one is a offensive player and the other is a defensive player, and you have to go. You have to, the defensive guy has to stop you to get into the head of the squid, and then if you get uh, to there, you win the game. Okay, so it's called Squid Game because of that. Valid question, Oliver. Valid. Valid. Yeah. It's, consider myself educated right now. Now I need to watch this damn program. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's only, only, only so many times I can watch uh, Drive to Survive over again. <laughs> no, w- watch Squid Game because it's more than just the meme that everybody's talking about. It's, it actually has a lot to say. It okay. really does. It's actually a really, really great, great series. Okay, okay so what are we going to do? We're going to actually do a... Uh. Because it's already been decided. We had Kevin on the last episode... Everybody check out the last episode. It was awesome. Sports, sports, sports. <laughs> outrageous, outrageous, outrageous. Tom Brady is the best. <laughs> yeah. The Bucks are fucking shit up. <laughs> that was a great episode. I really enjoyed it. But um, are we going to have to review this? Because clearly you and Art, I mean. You, I don't think he's watched the you whole and Art, thing. I mean, you and Kevin. I'm not going to review it. We've got to talk about this shit. Well, dude. we can talk about it, but you must watch it first. Yeah, I'm interested. Right. It's Squid. It's Squid Game. I haven't well, seen a minute of it yet. It's taken the world by storm, dude. But it's, it's because like of insane. because of the cosplay aspects of it. Cosplay? I don't get it. Apparently, this dude's that. been trying to pitch it for like ten years. Yeah. Really? Like, yeah. Apparently, dude, like, it's yeah. actually a really in depth story that actually has a lot to say about society and money and debt and what you would do to get out of debt and what what okay, people so would. Okay, so you're willing to put your life at risk yeah. in order to come out on top. Yeah, and it it puts a lot of questions on your morals if you were in that position. Well, I, I guess, and and maybe this is a bit of a a weird sort of commentary on the the culture you see there, but like the suicide rates and everything, people would see that sort of game as like, well could remove the debt by winning this game or die but dying would be the same as doing the suicidal thing i was thinking about like a week ago pretty much yeah. so gives me another chance and even if i that's got paid yeah okay wow. so that's a, that's a play on that side that's now, in, in that in a roundabout way yes yeah. now without yeah. spoiling like no okay i'm actually not gonna answer i, I mean just for the listener's sake if they haven't watched it i'm not gonna like ask you how they die but would be interesting to no, find I'm not going to tell you. You'll have to okay, watch it. I'll check it out. Yeah. It's, it, it just seems like it's taken the world by storm. And like, if you even remotely give any information regarding the episodes, mm. people just like, what the fuck? They'll be like, so upset. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was really surprised at how good the actual story was and the characters in it. And there's even, there's even a bit in there about xenophobia. Mm. Really? Because there's one character in there that's from Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And and they they keep saying stuff about him, you know, being a foreigner. Okay. And, and he's really they trying to, to someone from one of the stands. Eh? He's trying to he's trying to really make his life work with his family that he's got there. He's got no money and he ends up in these, this thing. There's there's a person supposed to be seen as well off who's in there. There's a guy who's like addicted to gambling who's in there. There's an old dude. There's like there's a wide spectrum so of like different types of people. people. Yeah. Is, is, is it dubbed or is it Korean? Korean with subtitles yeah there's subtitles I would say watch it with the Korean audio but with subtitles, subtitles. yeah yes, like yes. the correct way yeah, to do see, anime that's yes. like yeah. I <laughs> think that's the main thing that has been stopping me from watching it because like 
to hear another language and yeah. then watch subtitles it's just i get that, it ah, but just but like me. um if if you watch it with the original audio track and you actually get more of their character and their performance well, instead you, of like you interpretation. hear the actual actor you hear the actual actor yeah. and you actually hear the emotion while they're pushing it out no i mean i wouldn't yeah. I, I really wouldn't i don't think i would do it any other way because yeah. no, you really have to good. get the natural like performance you can't be like the guy speaking like, oh, yeah. I had a lovely day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we've, we've watched uh, Dark, which was a German show on Netflix as well. And we watched that in German with English subtitles. And it, it actually makes it Brings better. out more of the uh, yeah. chemistry and the emotion. Yeah. yeah. It, that's one of the trickier things about like convincing someone to watch like 20 minutes worth of anime. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, no, I can't handle all this reading. Like, oh, but then, okay, do it in English. But then it's like... I've only watched one anime in my entire life. And I think it was called... I don't, I don't even know what the thing was called. But I know the main dude was Totoro. <laughs> yeah, my neighbor Totoro. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, I watched that movie. It was very interesting. Yeah, like, that, it's, that whole thing is interesting. It's, it's, it's just a weird <laughs> culture, man. It's, it's, it's yeah, cool. it's crazy. It's, I mean, like people love that shit. I mean, I don't know. Like, Again, all cult. of a sudden, I came out. I didn't come out anyway, but um, <laughs> I came There's nothing wrong the one that. day and everybody's like, oh, this anime shit. And I'm like, I have no idea what this all is. Then you get like guys like Israel Adesanya, who's like a UFC champion, like writing death notes and stuff. You know, like he explains his like walkouts, writes a death note, knocks the guy out, and he's like, "Well, that was my and like that was the mantra." They, his name's the last Stylebender, and he took it from the last Airbender. Ha, nerd. He's, <laughs> yeah, but he's the UFC middleweight champion, and everything he does is anime related. Dangerous nerd. Can't take dangerous him seriously. nerd. Yes, I can't tell him seriously. Yeah, I can't take him seriously. Imagine, like, I mean, he. He's I'm only sure he ever doesn't lost care. One fight no, his entire life in in MMA, dude. It's it's crazy, and he's the champion. Hmm. It's insane, and he's a complete anime nerd. Hmm. It's it's insane. That's because every fight he's trying to find him is bankai. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the bankai uh, is, but it sounds like uh, a jaw. You know, I got Amazon Prime because I saw somewhere that they had Robotech on it. <laughs> so I got Amazon Prime, and it's not on Amazon Prime, and I don't, th and it, it might be, but not in our region, because I really wanted to watch Robotech again. <laughs> this video is brought to you by NordVPN. <laughs> <laughs> Manscaped. Yeah, I, can't, I, can't, I can't spend like two hundred and eighty bucks. It's, on yeah, that no, shit no, no, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Listen, yeah. Uh, use the promo code PapaG21 <laughs> Manscaped.com. You can get your lawnmower 4.0 <laughs> with skin safe technology. <laughs> yeah, bro. Rage it's crazy how this world works, eh? But uh, also, actually, before we go on a little. Uh, a uh, little breaker just the gotta check out scallywag chili um it's been around Ooh, since the beginning you guys tried it out is that what we just ate now yeah yes delicious yeah, okay. delicious. Gave, gave the guys a little bit of a pinky taste delicious. um scallywag chili it comes in two flavors smoky and original um super delicious uh it's gorgeous yeah the pinky Su taste became a thumb taste yeah, very quickly exactly. <laughs> i don't i, mean, I don't just, like it's moorish yeah, yeah. I, I don't like tasting sauce on its own but that was really but it's good. got that super it's got a super nice bite it's got that vinegary um 
sweetness that you yeah. that attracts you yeah. more to it so what we're going to do on the next episode i was trying to, i was trying to get him on the episode today he's, he's just a hard worker he's just someone that works super hard he's going to come on we're going to do some buri before we start the show chuck them all on toothpicks and we're going to do a tasting of both flavors because they've gone to mass production now they're going to be in they they're in stores and all that kind of stuff so if we can, we'll chuck a, a photo of the Scallywag chili bottle on on screen, but it's also made with death metal. So and they got the, some pretty whole, cool names. Yeah, the whole and they had some pretty cool yeah. names. He he still <laughs> he still downplays the fact that it's not Atlantic South songs. Yeah. But Riptide and Tempest, I mean, Quinkidink, I think not. But uh, great chili sauce, so rad, and so happy for him. Um, and we're going to do a, t- a test on the next episode. It's if I'm not sick. on that episode, I'm still coming to eat your burri and chilies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that sounds cool. But I mean, um, the packaging and everything he's got sorted. I mean, it's like crazy. It's like being in a band is fun, right? And and playing music with people. But coming up with the whole business and uh, what do you call it? Like coming up with variations of ingredients invented and, a flavor sensation just that whole commercial relationship between you and supplier and supplier and that's not it it's 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 a, it's, so, it's a lot of work dude it is so massive congrats to scalawag coming off the ground to a, 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 a store near you but when we come back we're going to talk about um what are we going to talk about i can't remember we were talking the music stuff there bro. we go we the got- music stuff Let's get this is how we do things around here. Oh shit! Um, Dweezil was like doing a like a high school talent show, and then they, you know, because Dad was friends with him, he wanted to do a Van Halen tune, <laughs> and then and then like they're they're doing the rehearsal at school, yeah. and then Eddie actually fucking comes in and wanders Ed to like twelve year old little yeah. fucking Dweezil's like rehearsal. And he checks him playing it, and then Dweezil gets a bit things, and and then Eddie goes up behind him, and he's like, "Okay, you see when you're hitting that A, like down there, instead of that one, hit like this one, and then you'll get like those extra spicy notes in there." And, uh, and then like he, Dweezil broke a string at the at the rehearsals, and oh, fuck, all the shops are closed. And then Eddie went, "Frank, give me give me ten fucking minutes." You know, it's L.A. He drove home. Drove back, and then for the show, gave the kid fucking Frankenstein. Oh wow! To play the show, <laughs> oh like what? Like you know, one of one of the like yeah. like one of those legendary things. Yo, I didn't want to interrupt that. That was fucking awesome. <sighs> no, dude, like Eddie, Eddie, he's fuck, he's just was one of the most genuine. You read a lot of shit about him and like all the acrimony from His the son's LA getting a lot of scene shit. And shit. But I mean, have fuck. you seen that? It's yeah. people that people the people are giving him shit are talking out their ass. Like I think the last thing I remember him um, saying is, the last time I checked, my surname was Van Halen. Mm. Yeah. Like, why would the guy get so much like hassle for like churning out what he is proud of? His like, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he's proud of his dad's material. He wants to extend the legacy. What's, oh, what's dude, wrong? Uh, with that? Alex is doing cool shit, and he's a very cool musician, and he's yeah. a real cool dude. Like, he, oh, he seems to be. I mean, never met the guy. I mean, he might be a doer for all I know. Like, yeah, yeah, hardworking yeah. musician, a very hardworking. Yeah, exactly. And 
like humble like you know buys buys bleacher tickets for like tool shows <laughs> really okay i didn't know that <laughs> <laughs> like he was like there was, was one of the weirdest experiences of my life i'm at like a tool show in like i don't know like the la coliseum or some shit like that and then someone turns around like you know in in the crowd to my dad who is eddie van fucking halen and says hey would you mind like taking a picture of me and my buddy here at this show and Eddie's like, yeah, no worries. Yeah, I remember that's crazy. That. And then, like, dude had no fucking idea who took that picture. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, similar situation just popped in my head was uh, I was watching the Formula One the other day. I'm, we're not going into the sports update, mm-hmm. but um, Eddie Van Hay, I'm um, not Eddie, Van- <laughs> Ben Siller, um, and Daniel Ricciardo, mm-hmm. they had an exchange at the. US Grand Prix where Ben Stiller asked for a picture of his son and Daniel Ricardo and Daniel didn't be like wasn't like let me get a picture with you it was like okay cool I'll take a picture with your son that's and he so went rad. on his way I was like dude that's Formula rad. 1 drivers are like super celebs in 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 some ways because you got Ben Stiller like asking you for a for a photograph if I saw Ben Stiller I'd be like can I get a photo? Dude, F1 know? drivers were the original super celebs. Yeah, James Hunt especially. James yeah, Hunt. James like Hunt yeah, Nelson Piquet. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you Sen- know who's dating Nelson Piquet's daughter? No idea. Max Verstappen. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Kelly Piquet. Oh, yeah. keep, it, keep it in the circles, but right? You, no, but the Make crazy, the circle smaller. <laughs> the crazy thing is she's got a child with Daniel Kvyat. Kiv- yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Hey, how yeah, crazy well, is you that? Know, yeah, and, and she's a lot older than he is. She's like 30 and he's like 24. Oh, good for him. I don't really pay attention to relationships and people. Like, they can all suck a dick. I'm just worried about <laughs> racing. <laughs> if you're happy, you're happy. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what we were discussing previously, remember in, in the last episode, we were like, cool, we're going to do what you got and talk about our nostalgic music. And I gave you Limbiscuit's significant other. You gave me black milk, but I had to upload it. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so different where when now it's not something on Spotify. No. It's like, oh I've gotta download it, gotta <clears throat> listen, and, and I didn't get around to doing it. Um you you know the reasons why. <laughs> I was a little preoccupied this week. Yeah, it's but, okay. We'll um, catch up we'll catch up on it next week. Yeah. But on saying that is Limbiscuit released an album yesterday called Limbiscuit Still, Still Sucks. Sucks. Have you and heard it? We know, and and apparently it's an absolute banger. So what we're going to do after this is, well, I'm going to listen to the album and and uh, just enjoy it. Smile it ear to ear. Yeah, it's Fred Durst doing his old dad core thing. Well, that's one song. song. Like, I, I was randomly browsing like Facebook today, like like post show, like yeah, and it, it like gig saturday like sort of filled my social bucket for a while and i yeah. just wanted to like recluse and then, like, i saw like kevin rule and yes. and dane and dane they were back and forth and, and they were and they were like this is like the follow-up th- th- this is what 21 sh- years later basically this is what should have happened like then like as the follow-up it was a bit of both i'm i'm really excited to listen to yeah. it to be honest because, yeah. because i trust those two's judgment yeah, well, well we'll know, give it a spin right after this bro for sure also, just a big shout out to Dane because you're a ledge. Yeah, 
Love you, Dane. What's Dane up, Isabel? Vincent the sweetest Danish ever baked. Oh, there we go. What's up, Great Jennifer? Drummer. Great drummer. We, I mean, drummers are outnumbered today, bro. So, like, they call it uh, Limp Bizkit Still Sucks. Well, that's that's the the album name. Still yeah, sucks. because like in the beginning, it's significant. Others like you wanted the worst, you got the worst. Limp Bizkit. Yeah, but it, it's Limp Bizkit. I, I, I reckon they stole that whole angle from um, Primus because when Primus started, it was like the the crowd would go like, "You suck, you suck," and it'd be like, "Ah, oh, we're Primus and we suck." That was like the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, oh, I didn't yeah. know. I, th- I think it, don't get me wrong. Like I'm excited to listen to it, and I hope I love it. But it, but it does feel like the name and the title sort of plays to that deep-seated sort of the hate narcissism that we all kind of have in 2021. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, yeah, I do my things. So I'm kind of great at it, but I'm also a bit of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, did you see... The, what was his name? Frank Bacon. And it was Wes Borland. Uh, who was... There was a video that they, they put out, and you can check it on... So go to Fred Durst's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So wow, f- you've come way further than those last year. Look at this. <laughs> well, we, we're trying to, we're trying to get the uh, Instagram, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, you're in the right spot. I'm, I'm going to make a story right now. Uh, and there's now. the dogs Three, going again, two, bro. One. Give me a smile, guys, just so I don't know hey. this story came out during this shoot. <laughs> there we go. Okay. There we go. No, no, there it is. Okay. What should I hashtag this story? With Jake Bacon. There we go. Been, maybe like, might call it something killer, like Jake Bakes your records or something. I don't know. But uh, I got that. <laughs> That's where it's it. So crack a cold one with me if you're drinking. And uh, let's get into it. So this really cool band called Lip Biscuit hasn't dropped a record in like, I don't know, man, like 10 years or something like that, like 2011. Anyways. They put out, they're putting out this killer record. It's killer, man. They're putting it out, dude. They're putting it out on Halloween. How <laughs> wicked is that? It's like that mustache, dude. I listened to the whole thing, bro. You don't even know. So, without any further ado, let me get into this. So the record starts like with a, like a crazy riff. <laughs> Hey, and now, uh, like, like, if you listen right, to that so riff, it's like, that's Limp Biscuit shit. Yeah. All the sand in the world. And what you want to do when you Dive bombs it, and shit. You want to put your head in like a speaker tornado. The bass is going to give you the brown note where you go, <laughs> where you go, oh shit, I'm going to poop my pants. <laughs> like, I'm going to have an accident right now. I don't care where you are. You're in the parking lot of Walmart cranking this in your tomato. It's going to blow your, your poop out of your butt. It is so badass. I, I can't even. I, I, I can't even get my head around. <laughs> <laughs> no metal. Like yeah, exactly. Track on a where did but that come from? Can you hear the old school? Though? Yeah, yeah. And you know what? They all the whole band kills it. Badass DJ, badass guitar player, badass singer MC, Freddie D, badass everything. Badass John Otto, badass Sam Rivers, DJ Lethal, come on, it's fucking killer, dude, killer, dude, killer, like killer, but you're not dead, dude, you're not dead, you're still alive, but you're not, you're like alive and dead at the same time. But it looks like Theo Vaughn the on a good day. Right. So I'm very, very, very excited it's for that. going to be the autumn here in New Jersey. The fall is coming, trees are changing. 
This is one hell of a long little like Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, there we it's, go. It's, I mean, you, can, you get the idea. It's, just, it's, it's freaking weird I, to see him in a mullet in like 80 shades, yeah, I mean, man. Look, I mean, like, that's that's the thing. I work, I mean, I work I into it. walk. Every, I walk into work every morning, and I've got like a a real big promotional Jackson banner that's maybe like the size of your entire floor plus the wall. Oh wow! Like across the admin area in Jerome's office. That's like the black and white, you know, porcelain bodied Wes Borland yeah, yeah, yeah. From, yeah. from the Jackson Dude. catalog, like just leering over me, like this 40 foot, like, dude. Like, yeah, dude. I mean, I, these guys were the catalyst for me. Straight up. I love Straight Wes. Hey. But on the note, you listen to significant other last week yeah i mean right? i i listened to it ages ago and i listened to it again and for some reason the vi- the version that was streaming was uh the censored well, one yeah it was censored no there's two there's two of them so like they'll put up the censored version and then they'll put up the original yeah so you obviously yeah but I, lis- I listened to it again i mean it, it was like they they always had rad riffs um the stuff on the 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 tracks that I, that I felt I could easily skip was all the ones where they had like uh, other people featuring. Mm. You know those those ones I think were like the lull of the, the most recording. notorious being uh, in together now with Method Man. Yeah, those oh, they're, they're, those ones I could those ones I can skip because uh, they were they were MTV grabs. They were yeah I markets mean, distribution. Uh, yeah. I still liked a lot of the those songs though. Like uh, like I just mentioned in together now but i still love that song yeah no but shut it, the fuck up the, yeah those, <laughs> those ones and they were like they also did like those little cool breakbeat stuff in the middle which was just like you know kind of just background kind of shit that was cool but the featuring tracks where they had uh, um jonathan, jonathan davis, davis and uh, whoever else in there uh, take it or leave it. Don't really care. But like, uh, so that cuts out what three or four songs out of the That's entire. That's a good rec- chunk. Yeah, yeah, it's a good chunk. But the stuff that they did, which is like the just like the nookie, yeah, break stuff that still has like the nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, although yeah. it's very, I find it very it's funny when you hear songs that they go like where they yeah. they say about the year that it was made. It's like nineteen ninety nine. It's like uh, it's twenty twenty, almost twenty twenty two, bro. It's twenty. <laughs> What? Music's aging poorly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about <What>? dating. <laughs> this is dated straight down. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean like, I've, I've never been a a, a full on biscuit hater, and because uh, like I, I see like they got some really cool shit in there, but it's not like uh, it's not like all killer no filler. Brisket hater. Brisket. A brisket hater. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. not many other ways you could read Listen, that. <laughs> there's only one way to eat, eat a brisket, and it's got to be limp. Yeah. It's got to be a soft, <laughs> salacious. Well, you, you know what a limp, limp biscuit brisket. is. Do you know what limp biscuit is? Yes, I do. It's the Mari biscuit. Yeah. That everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spooges on. What yeah. Is, well, I mean, I guess in the US it's Soggy just Mari. limp biscuit. But yeah. yeah, I mean, we know it as. Uh, isn't it? And fu- they know they know it as limp biscuit. Isn't it fucked up that our version is branded? Uh, Mari. Mari. Mari biscuit, yeah. <laughs> like, isn't that a little bit strange? <laughs> yeah. I don't think the listeners need to hear about Soggy Well, oh, you invited me, dude. Okay, also. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, never played it in my life. Only That's heard funny. stories, so yeah. Um, 
<laughs> Insane. Couple of rugby tours, it was close, but you know. Yeah, but I'm, I'll I'll give that a listen when I'm on my way to go voting just now. Oh, <laughs> you haven't even gone voting. Uh, I'm sorted. Last you time, can't. last time mm-hmm. I went, I got there quarter to eight, uh, quarter to nine, and oh, I was out there ten to nine. Wait, it's also not because he's a criminal. <laughs> it's because he's not a <laughs> that <citizen>. we know. <laughs> well, not that I know either. I mean, what the fuck? so carry on, carry on what you say. No, like last last time I got there quarter to nine, I was out there ten to nine, five minutes in and out voting. Is that it? Uh, I just want to drop in here and say that everyone else had the exact same idea as me. Got there twenty past eight. And I got home at like quarter to eleven or some shit. So, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just not that type of person. I just want to get things done. I I know my responsibility. I chose a gap in the weather, and it was perfect because as soon as I got there, it was like short queue. Took me less than an hour in and out. But uh, I mean, eight o'clock will be like, are we keeping you? Are we keeping you? <sighs> No, it's just You're really right. boring to hear about voting and politics yeah, okay. no, and shit. Yeah, okay, no, that's that's true. That's true. Okay, I'll be keeping. Okay. I, I, I just thought Freddie was going to go and assassinate some dream warriors. There. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I, I wonder if they'll let me in with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in you where? Definitely, and you, no, you should go cut. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll stick the pen to one of these blades. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Ollie, what, what, um, anything planned coming up? You got a gig planned up? Um. Right? Let me grab my details because grab I details. totally did read Let them the earlier, but then like, going on you know, in, I had a script com- and in the um, script, of script we're working on some new songs yeah. and yeah, they're pretty damn heavy. They're cool. Nice. But like, nice. not in a, don't mean this to sound offensive, but in a generically heavy way, um, in a very hour kind of heavy way. Yeah. Like, there's a... It's different, but also still very much intrinsic the others. Okay. Which is cool. That it, sounds fun. Yeah, it is fun because yeah. it's where we're starting to explore like other other things in our Well, as as people do, they grow over time and they want to change up their styles and stuff. So I'm interested. I'm, I'm Yeah. Keen. And at Alive we've got the video and mm-hmm. single coming. And I do have to give shout outs to like all the people that were involved in that like the armchair like slim and and all that was recorded at um set the folk down believe it or not mad dude with awesome. shaban so it's a very different it's gonna be a very different sounding thing i'm, I'm i can't wait dude wait, well i mean you Where guys are, you, <laughs> you you setting the tone for bands out there like i mean it just it's cool for you because at the end of the day you you you're in two bands that are ultimately Still trying their best to be active in this mm. time. So and still Raksha. Oh, is Raksha still going? Yeah. Dude? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Talk yeah. to me. No, been chatting to Nate because I know he's in Joburg. Yeah, it's 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 difficult doing the the online thing, but you know, with the very very new lineup, it's it's going to be interesting. Can't really say too much about it, but it's sure. it, it's cool. Like we got some. Okay, so basically, involved. Raksha's. Yeah, yeah, we like we're not dead. Okay. Like it's. Nice. Is that a Three puppy? bands, bro. Not Bullet well, Scripts, <laughs> and, 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 and the one with Adrian Langefeld, Tim Lebrandt, Mark Olweg, and Jesse Switchblade. Jeez, that, that's a, that sounds like a... Oh, that sounds like it's going to be some 80s that's, goodness. Well, I mean, Jesse like, Switchblade. you know, we, 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 we're going to like work on this some more as well. Wow, okay. That's, uh, that's, so that's, that's project, that, uh, that's project be, number four. It's going to be more of a cool experience. It's, wow. Um, yeah. Tell more about that when I can. 
Well, that's cool. But I mean, with Alive at Midnight, I can tell you that the 3rd of December we're supposed to play at Evil in town. Okay, okay. <laughs> Evil. Well, nice. Yeah, with the Man Motels and Loose Ends. Okay. Well, Evil's I mean, things, things are opening up a little bit, dude. Mm. Jeez. Didn't realize Evil was still open. Or I even did, existed. The, the last time I went there, it had three names. So it could have been like the, the horses something or... It was like people kept telling me about this venue. Yeah. <laughs> or venues. <laughs> and then when I arrived there, I was like, oh, like, oh, okay. So, like, all these three names are <laughs> this. It's like a conglomerate of venues. Yeah. A conglomerate of yeah, venues. That's a big word for a public holiday. <laughs> Edging your bets, yeah, man. For sure. <laughs> oh, that's amazing, man. But, um, dude, it's been super kiff having you. It's here, been real dude. cool it's being been... here. And, and, and I get to see you in the person, not on a screen. There yeah. we go. What do you think, dude? Uh, Co-host extraordinaire. It's the best. Dude. This is prime. Yeah. The, I mean... Welcome we, to prime time, we, we bitch. Took, we took a huge <laughs> gamble from going from like a local underground... Like this is just per description. In a local underground music podcast to a comedy podcast. In, including like that, that word kind comedy. Of <laughs> it's like a well, serious... <laughs> I, I mean, listen. I... I Fun equals comedy for yeah, me. So, fun. I mean, I'm a fan. And also, comedy allows us to get away with a lot more. <laughs> I mean, it's hard not to laugh at some of the shit you guys say. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel like there's not enough diversity in this podcast, yeah. man. <laughs> Jeez, but on that note, Ollie Sagerson, you fucking legend. It's been a great episode. I've had, a, I've had an absolute uh, amazing time. Thank you all for listening. If you still want to <laughs> check the content out, today has been a bit of a silly one. Um, subscribe to Papa Jesus. If you want to get notifications, hit that notification bell. Uh, hit me up at uh, Gareth underscore PGH. You see, we, we, we're getting... Getting better. We're getting better. Um, yeah, I made a story on Instagram. Go and like it and follow both oh, of us yeah. all. And hey, yeah. that's a hot chick on your screen there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't do that. Yeah, this Where did this my story go? <laughs> It's been one of the best episodes ever since the the, the new era. Mm. Um, so looking forward to seeing you guys next week. We're trying to drop them every week. Um, yeah. Anything from you, bro? What's 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 Nothing. the plan for the week? Uh, plan for the week. Uh, Go vote, and that's it. Yeah, I vote. My cousin's visiting from Kenya. She's now living up there. She's down now. Uh, just catch up with her. I haven't seen her in ages. So yeah, it's gonna. And you writing music food. gigs, fucking gigs. Doing the oh, thing. Actually, actually, I know I'm you want to take my telly away I, with you. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah I, I'm doing a clinic at Bosnia's on the 20th of November. We're going to come do a live pod at Bosnia's, dude. Yeah, you're going to come do a live thing. You're yeah. going to come see me the 20th. Doing That's a it. I don't know That's what I'm it. talking about yet. I'm just going to talk boss shit. 100%, dude. Well, bad. maybe what we should do is we'll, we'll go and film his thing and. Maybe, you know, see if we can yeah, get, You can sit behind me and harass me. We can me collaborate like in some We can do live commentary form. as he plays. Yeah, yeah you that, can harass me in the third person. The, yeah, Ooh, he really that's going to be the new ideas. We're just going to hijack everybody else. You may have just shit. shifted how I'd like to design this clinic. <laughs> 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 nice. Well, anyway, thank you all for tuning in. It's been a great episode. Um, like I said, subscribe. We'll see you next time. Thanks to Oli for myself. Artur Carlos Diego Pereira III, Oliver Sagerson. This is Papa Jesus, episode 102. Until then, we say peace. I don't wanna go anywhere. So I wanna go to Papa
that's where we're going.